Welcome to Media Review Pod, a variety podcast of discussions, opinions, and interviews focusing on the entertainment side of media. My name is Richard Santiago, and as always, you can tweet us using the Twitter handle at Media Review Pod with the hashtag Media Review Pod. You can also send us emails at MediaReviewPod at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. And you can also leave a voicemail by calling 407 607 As always, for any comics discussion, I have Mr. J.C. Chang joining us again. How are you, man? I am burdened with glorious purpose, Richard. All right. <laughs> I hope that's something good, right? It is. It's nice to be with you. You are fresh off of the MCU camp in California. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I went to go see the opening day of the new Avengers Campus right. uh, at Disneyland in California. Awesome. Um, don't tell Disney that I was there, though, because... I'm out of state. I live out of state, and they were only accepting California residents. But <gasps> I was able to get in. Uh, no, it was. It was really great. Really, really fun. Um, you know, they only had one ride. That was the only downside of it. I know they're going to have another Avengers ride that mm-hmm. is going to be coming in. Um, I don't know the timeline yet, but uh, once that's up and running, it'll be really, really cool. But they also have like a restaurant that is like Ant Man themed, and you know they have like there's like one dish where they think they're serving like spaghetti and meatball in like a really big spoon with a tiny fork and little things like that. Big pretzels, small pretzels. And uh, yeah, it's as a, as a Marvel movie fan, it is definitely a dream come true to be able to, um, you know, go to Disneyland and and go to a, a themed world like that. I will tell you though, that wasn't the highlight of the trip. The highlight of the trip was finally going to Galaxy's Edge for the first time. Oh, really? Going to Batu. Yeah, that was my first time. I've never been. And just seeing the Millennium Falcon, man, oh, dude, it's awesome. But I we're mean, here to talk Marvel, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we can we, we, Star Wars. We, we, can, we can do some Star Wars because, uh, well, I live, I live in Orlando, so I've been several times to Galaxy's Edge. We went when... They were just opening for several guests at a time before they did the, the the grand opening, and yeah, that was my experience. I mean, it was it's you're immersed in that place and you're just in another world when you get there, and seeing the Millennium Falcon yeah. right up front. I mean, the ride is meh. I don't I don't quite like the ride, but um, yeah, the ride's okay. Okay. My my biggest issue with that ride is that it's focused on coaxium, which is one of the worst MacGuffins in Star Wars. I I just I'm I'm not fond of the whole coaxium thing, but um, it's yeah. cool that it's you know it's divided into the six uh, roles that you play. You're the pilot, or you're the gunner, or whatever. But just just being yeah. inside the queue, the line queue was awesome. You're just looking at different stuff while you're waiting. It's it's fantastic, and even though there's a See, I didn't, yeah, go ahead. I didn't have that experience because uh, I was there and everything was social distanced. You know, they set all the COVID measures, at least in Southern California at the yeah. time. And so uh, they just speed you right through the inside sections, right? Oh, so most of the lining okay. up was outside and they bring in people, yeah, groups at a time and you go through. So I didn't get to really like stand there and like enjoy the space. And right. I know there's like an outlook. You can see the back uh, towards the aft side of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Like I barely got a photo there and you know, they were hurrying us along because they didn't want us to be indoors for too long. Yeah. And uh, that was the same thing for the guardians of the galaxy. Um, the, the, the converted tower of terror, right. Mm-hmm. Too. I know there's a lot of like 
Q, you know, based like storyline stuff that was going on. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't do any of that. Um, actually, it's funny. They actually had you scan a QR code and all the lines that would have been delivered by a um, animatronic rocket, uh, they ended up just having it come through as texts from Rocket on the Disneyland app. So okay. it's pretty cool. All right. All right. So it's like a nice, you know, they, they got a way to work, work around and, and yeah, so I, I hope I get to go back. I definitely want to go back to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, actually, definitely in Orlando. I'll come visit you. Yeah, we'll anytime, go together. Man. Anytime. So here, yeah. here, here's a quick question. When I left, when I left California, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy had just opened, so I didn't mm-hmm. even dare uh, just get up close to that line. I it was just I I didn't want to be there for two hours just waiting for a ride. Um, so, so when I left, a bug's land was still there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you miss it when you went back now? Did you miss a bug's land? I wasn't as attached to a bug's land as a lot of other, you know, Disneyland aficionados. Mm. Like it was cool to, you know, to have the theater and everything. And I, I joined the movie. I never had that connection with it. You know, now it wasn't like. When they got rid of Back to the Future at Universal Studios, yeah. oh, my heart was broken because, <laughs> you know, that ride was amazing, right? That was like the first virtual reality or like immersive ride that, you know, used a big screen and it was so awesome. And when they changed it to The Simpsons, I, yeah, I, was, I, I mean, was so, so sad. The issue with that one is that it was replaced by a far inferior ride, I think. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I think so. I have to say I was I sort that. of attached to a bug's land because i had kids so i spent a lot of time (laughs) in a bug's land and it was fun i mean look the way the imagineers have designed these parks it's great even if you're not fond of xip it's still cool just to go into those different lands and have that experience i mean over here they have the toy the toy story land that it opened like two mm-hmm. years ago, and it's great. It's so good, just just being part of 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 the whole sort of story because you kind of get shrunk into into that space, and it's 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 awesome just looking at Woody from <laughs> from your perspective and having all these rides. The Slinky ride is pretty cool as well, and then the, like like I said, the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge. Just the production design on that is amazing. All the yeah. detail that goes into I got that. To, so it was my first time going to uh, Cars Land, Radiator Springs. Ooh. And I wasn't a big I'm, – yeah, I'm not a big Cars fan. But it was so cool to just, like, walk into, you know, this – this it, like you said, this space that's so immersed. And, yeah. you know, to be able to walk into the set that's in the movie. And, you know, you see Lightning McQueen off to the side welcoming you in. And, yeah. You know, I became a little kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, and, and, you know, to have that immersiveness with the Marvel Land, like, you know, the downside I would say, like I mentioned before, is um, is the rides, right? There's not enough rides, but then they definitely bring, make it very immersive. Like they have a, a Spider-Man show, which is like all over YouTube. Definitely go check it out um, if you haven't already, where you got Spider-Man, like performing stunts on the roof of the building where the spider-man ride is you know the the new ride is spider-man theme and then like all of a sudden you know he goes and he says oh i'm gonna test on my suit i'm gonna do a a high altitude test right 
And so, you know, he goes off, he kind of disappears, and then he says, all right, Spider-Man taking off in three, two, one. And then, like, the animatronic Spider-Man gets launched into the air and lands on the other side of the building. Then another Spider-Man emerges and crawls down the wall alongside of the building shortly after, and then he gets to, goes to this meet-and-greet area. Oh, So it's wow. like, you saw, yeah. You saw this character from far away, and next thing you know, you're so, like, so, taking pictures with him. So, so, so I'm guessing, really cool. I'm guessing that that animatronic is the animatronic that they've been hyping up in these videos that they've released. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah that was the one mm-hmm. imaginary story, right? Yeah, is that the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it does this, yeah, these flips the in the air. Yeah, at the very end of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's super cool. Like when you see it, it's like, oh my goodness. It's it's like Spider Man's flying. That's that's one I really wish they would put at Disney World so I don't have to keep flying back to LA for yeah. the future. But I'm I definitely going back to I don't think yeah. that's happening anytime soon because Universal Studios has the has dibs on on some of those characters, especially Spider Man. Um and the Hulk. That's right. And, yep. You know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I guess I'll have to fly over there as well to get a glimpse of we'll that. Have a All right, so We've come together again to discuss the new Marvel Studios slash Disney Plus show, Loki. Because now we have a Loki show, guys, and I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna do any any hype here, but I'm loving this show. I it's right up my alley. This is like I told you in a text. This is my jam. Um, to all of you out there, if you haven't seen it, go watch it because JC and I are probably going to do some spoilers here. So if you haven't seen it, you can tune out and then come back later after you watch it. If not, you have been warned. 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 Okay, JC. Real quick. What did you think about Loki? Man, your 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 listeners are going to be like, this guy loves everything Marvel does. But honestly, <laughs> this is the best show that Marvel's done so far, like hands down. Yes, because I love just everything about the aesthetics of what they're doing with the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, which is the big bad. Oh, I don't know if it's big bad. Actually, I shouldn't say it's big bad. I think it is, but anyway, it's the the big bureaucracy organization mm-hmm. that marvel loves to go to so much but this one's just so different than the others um you know that that like retro future look to it oh, it's just fantastic the writing is so clever um especially with you know the fact that we start with a loki that is a different loki right yeah. it it's it's where loki ends uh from the alternate timeline when the avengers go and they you know try to get the 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 tesseract and the mind stone together in order to um build the gauntlet and snap everyone back that's the but the loki ends up stealing the tesseract right so this is not the loki we've been with this entire time uh in the mcu you know he's not the one that went through ragnarok when you know when when he finally gets to hear odin say my sons again and you know kind of be forgiven and, and all those character moments or even even see his experience his mother die yeah no uh, no this for, is um This is basically a Loki that has been slapped on the floor by the Hulk like 20 minutes ago, right? Yep. (laughs) Got his ass whooped. And uh, and 
so they had to then reconcile that Loki with our Loki, right? The one that we saw die in, in, in Infinity War. And the way they did it is just so, so genius. Like, I mean, on paper, it probably seems boring, but because you got Tom Hiddleston and just yeah. his incredible acting chops, yep. you have him reacting to all these moments, and then you're able to feel like, oh my God, that's how I reacted to all these scenes, and now he's doing it. And so, um, yeah. The acting, the story, everything is just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I like, I, I, I agree. I, it's, it's... Well, here's here here's here's the thing. I I appreciate what they tried to do with um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like we discussed before, they had really interesting ideas, but for me, that show didn't quite get together as a tv show i was always asking you why is this a tv show it does it just doesn't it 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 feels like like it could have been a movie but then they added a bunch of stuff and it's all disjointed and something happened probably the pandemic affected storylines i don't know it just didn't work completely for me um and also it's a show that it feels inconsequential i mean you you could you could probably see the end of Endgame and then the next uh, uh, Captain America movie and it wouldn't, wouldn't make it any difference. This show, Loki, this feels like something fresh from the MCU. It's, it's why I want to watch a TV show from the MCU because it's weird. It takes these characters into different places that you couldn't not you couldn't necessarily take them in a movie and sure I'm, yeah i'm excited i'm, I'm really excited episode one was was the perfect exa- example of how to deliver exposition in a very efficient way that feels organic to the plot and it feels natural to the characters because it not only comes from that moment that you specified with them looking at these <laughs> at the microfiche <laughs> that they were watching uh, yeah. of, of Loki's life. But it's also it also comes out in, in the conversation between Loki and Lightning McQueen, right? Um, and, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> and their and their their banter is fantastic. The way the, the, they I think the chemistry that they have is great. And um, so 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 the writing also helps these guys to show not only us who have been following this story from the beginning, but to also anybody that comes into the show who hasn't been, it's he or she is just a casual MCU viewer, they can kind of catch up real quick in this, in this uh, I don't know, like 10-minute banter that they have in, in, in that office. And then in, in episode two, we also have a bunch of exposition, but it's doled out in such a way that it's, it's, it feels like part of the show. It feels organic to, to what's happening on the show. And yeah. it, it, it just doesn't feel as forced as with something in, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier or, or any show, I would say. So I'm really right. happy that um, they have the writers that they have. I'm, I'm enjoying very much the whole bureaucratic aspect of it. It feels like, I don't know, like something out of Brazil or, 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 or you know, the movie Brazil. 
Um, also, the production design is, I I I adore it because <laughs> it's it's retro and it also does some futuristic stuff. Um, the fact that the Infinity Stones are merely paperweights is mind-boggling. Oh. Because where oh, are man. we? I mean, are we? Where are we? Where the hell are we? Are we? Are we? Part of the time is where they are. Part of the timeline, the main timeline, or is it somewhere? Is it in the quantum multiverse? I don't know. Where where the hell are we? Do you have any idea where we are? I absolutely don't. I mean, I know there's a theory that we're actually um, in the quantum realm, but oh, I don't okay. know. I, I mean, that any... that that would make sense. That would that would make sense. Yeah. It, I I the well, honestly, I haven't seen any evidence for that. But right. the uh, the only thing that makes sense right now to me is that because they've said that time moves differently it, where they are, wherever they are. Yeah. Right. And that's isn't that what what uh, what Atman said when he came back in Endgame? Yeah. He said where I was, time moves differently, and that's how they come up with the whole time heist. So that's yep. that's for yep. me. That's the only clue. Maybe there's something else uh, hidden there. Maybe Easter eggs or whatever. But it's it's great. I feel like I'm in in I'm still in in the MCU, but it feels different. It feels new. I I really wish and I hope that this show is consequential to whatever happens next. Um, maybe something to jump off for uh, uh for uh, Phase Four. Right, because as far as I know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision don't exactly do that. I mean, you can, you could, you could not, you, you can just not watch WandaVision and you're fine. I don't think it makes any difference either way. Um, in terms of like story and plot, maybe, but I think in terms of character, I think in order to really like get the relationship that you are, you know, that the writers will be coming into with the next doctor strange movie i think mm -hmm. you might i think wandavision might be required viewing just because like you know you got to see her journey what brought her to that point if like they cast her as a villain mm -hmm. i'm not saying they will but you know like that kind of that kind of thing All so right. um or, or maybe yeah maybe may i the winter soldier I, I you know the the goal of that show was basically number one sell sam wilson as captain america mm -hmm. right um I mean, not to discount any of, you know, what it did in terms of bring these racial issues of injustice and into and the forefront of, of you know, something as uh, as impactful as the MCU. Um, but I think that's basically it, right? Like before, some people may not have been sold on Sam, but now they're sold. And But you're right. I mean, like if you go and watch Captain America 4, is it a required viewing to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier? And the answer is maybe not. You know, right. but we don't know. We'll see. Right. Maybe they'll make it required viewing. <laughs> okay. So, so in episode one, I I I really liked the mustaches, and I I really liked the way that they made Loki just not a god. He's nobody. He comes into this place with so much ego, and he <laughs> he tries to to uh, to submit these people from. Where was he? Nepal or where was in he? Mong Mongolia. Mo Mongolia, yeah, in Mongolia, and he says, "I'm, I'm, I'm Loki," and and everybody's like, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> and this whole this whole time cop thing, 
it's just I I'm so for this and people listening to this podcast are probably going to say that I have some fetish with time travel maybe so uh because the 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 last episode and um I I did another episode with with another podcast all I've done is talk about time travel but this this type of um back to the future type of uh storytelling where if you change something then you create a different timeline i like it i like it it, it creates a, a really interesting way of of going back and forth and trying to change things back to the way they were um and i'm really excited to to see other places where the show goes like for example the first episode we see that loki was actually um what was his name db cooper right the guy db cooper yeah yeah and that's great i the, the way they, they pull that off is fantastic um and so i'm i'm i just have to say i'm really excited for the show i love its weirdness i i love the way that they're kind of hinting at these timekeepers and maybe they're nefarious maybe they're not maybe they exist maybe they don't um and i th i think and and this is this is probably my favorite thing of the show is that loki is our surrogate we are basically mm -hmm. loki yep. throughout this show and it 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 kind of centers us into into everything that's going on because he's new to everything we're new to everything so he gets explained some things he gets to ask the questions that we're probably going to ask I think that's a very great way of of entering us into this world. What about you? No, I think it's like the fact that they brought Loki from, like you said, you know, this godlike stature down to just like the everyman. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was just genius, right? Because nobody, you know, really enjoys like the the godlike character, right? And that's why Superman doesn't work for so many people. Mm -hmm. Um and you know with in avengers like he was presented this super massive villain where like he's a huge threat the stakes are really high because of everything he does um obviously thanos is behind him you know as a sh in the shadows and whatnot but right. he was like this big character i think they it's really great how they brought him down to earth a lot you know well not to earth but into the tva mm. and like it, it, you're, you're able to kind of see a different side of him you know and really let let the character shine through and you can kind of see the different layers um, of, of who he is. And so I, that's my, that's what I really enjoy about it. Right. Like the fact that, you know, in, in episode two, he was geeking out and getting all defensive, you know, by being professor Loki and telling everybody, Oh yeah. You know, like enchant this, this type of projection is different than this other power. Yeah. Uh, even though it's kind of the same thing, right. Where he like duplicates himself. And uh, it's, it's just really funny how, like, you know, how they really play into like, the 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 characteristics you already know about him but then you you're like kind of expanding upon that right he we know he likes to be right and that he wants to be on top mm -hmm. and that still plays through in these different relationship dynamics and his interactions with these other characters um so that's really cool but obviously not as arrogant of a way anymore but then again that does shine through again you know in that scene within pompeii right He's such he a good scene. God mode once again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's so fantastic. Yeah. And that's that's the other cool thing about uh, this show. It's it's funny. It's so funny. 
Um, and and uh, I, I'm sure people think of of Owen Wilson as you know a comedy guy. He always does comedy, but this in this show he's kind of in the middle. He's he does funny stuff, but he's also restrained. Um, yeah, he's a straight man in this show. Yeah, yeah. But the way they banter yeah. together, you know those those conversations where where for example he's asking him, "All right, so what what were you gonna do?" And Loki says, "Well, I was gonna take over Midgard." And he says, "Okay, Earth, all right, all right." And then, um, so what's next? And Loki's like, uh, <laughs> I, "I don't know. I I would uh, submit them because he's like, okay, okay, okay." And and then and, and then what? And that that type of banter, it's it's so good because he plays it he plays it straight, but in the back of his mind, he knows that he's so funny doing it. And then and that that punt pacing, it it plays as both buffoonish, but he's also uh, Owen Wilson is 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 a straight guy there. He's 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 telling Loki shut up, don't do this, and then Loki's just I mean Tom Hiddleston is just chewing scenery right there <laughs> he's he's just having, oh, he's so, having much fun. so much fun i know yeah yeah yeah, exactly <laughs> and and yeah I, that's that's what i'm here for that that's that's what i want from these shows just go out there as much as you can because you you have the opportunity with these shows to just go crazy let's go crazy show me something that would only show in a comics without People having to say, well, that wouldn't play as a t as a as a movie because people won't buy it. No, okay, fine. We're we're paying for Disney Plus, so just do the show, be crazy, and show me something really awesome. And I think I think the show up up until now it's delivering, and it's also a mystery show. So we have we have these questions. Like I said, where are we? Um, is it is it the the quantum multiverse or whatever? By the way, I did notice in episode one they mentioned um, multiverse and madness in different in different sections, but they, oh, they kind yeah. of referred to it <laughs> in episode one, which is cool. I don't know if they're just trolling us with that, and and this show has nothing to do with that. But it wouldn't it be great that this all links up, hopefully, so somewhere in that movie? Because I think that the writer for this show is or is one or is the writer of Multiverse of Madness. That's what I think. Let me let me let me just let me just IMDB that real quick. Um Yeah, while you do that though, yeah. It's very interesting. Like the one one other show that I would compare this Loki to would probably be Rick and Morty, right? Because okay. of all these zany adventures that they go on and uh, you know got the time aspect and also the arrogance of of Loki as a character is kind of like similar to to Rick, um, so it's it they it, that little bit does come across you know into the show, mm. and I think it's because like a lot of these writers are Rick and Morty writers, so uh, I really oh, am well. enjoying the fact that Marvel's yeah yeah they're they're picking up these uh, Rick and Morty writers. That so, that uh, that it makes gets a little bit more zany. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, let me yeah. see. Let me see. Michael Waldron. Let me see. Is this the guy? Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's the writer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, and he's a producer in Rick and Morty. So yeah, that makes complete complete sense. Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. So yeah. so so if 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 uh, this is true, 
then somehow this show, and, and this is me, fingers, fingers crossed, is going to link up with Multiverse of Madness. That would be... Yeah, awesome. I w so the one shocking thing that they did in the last episode was blowing up the timeline so early on. I didn't expect that at all. Right? Yeah. Um, and if that sticks and that's probably how the multiverse or multiple timelines gets created. Right. Yeah, um, and sense. you will get it. Hopefully at some point we'll have a time war. I know a King, the conqueror who was a big, you know, villain in the, in the comics, uh, probably as big as Thanos, I would say, really, okay. uh, you know, he, yeah, it's, it's going to be played by Jonathan majors. And, uh, oh. and so, you know what he, yeah, he's a time traveler. And then he actually, you know, is the main antagonist of this huge multi crossover event in Marvel comics okay. where, you know, he basically just screws up the, 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 the Verse, uh, multiverse excuse me okay he like pits everybody you know against each other starts this huge war which they actually reference in the first one so it's very interesting they do mention something about a time war and it's like well yeah. that's really cool yeah yeah, yeah at the yeah. same time it, i was like oh man that gives me a lot of doctor who vibes too so um that's another favorite show to mine so okay yeah all it's, right. it's, by the uh, way it's definitely hitting all the marks jonathan majors for for all you guys out there he uh he did um, Lovecraft Country, which is an excellent show yep. on HBO. If you haven't watched that, I highly, highly recommend that show. So, so is this an alien? This uh, you said Kang the Conqueror. Is he an alien? He's actually not an alien. No, he's a he's a human being. Oh, really? Uh, but I think, yeah, yeah. But because he's from the future, he actually ends up, you know, looking more alien. But uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Because that was a character when they, like, announced. I was like, oh, my God, this is really getting out there into, like, some of the crazier stuff, you know, in Marvel. And so the fact that they're embracing these storylines and not, like, throwing them aside because like, I was too comic booky, mm -hmm. it's really exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And also, um, I think this show, you know, they, again, if they keep the timeline blown up, like, at the end of the episode, uh, it would perfectly set up the next Marvel series, which is the What If series. Um, you know, where they're going to take these characters from the movies um, and have the actual voice actors, you know, have the actors do the voices, uh, but show them where one thing is different. If one mm. thing happened differently. So, so what if Peggy Carter becomes Captain America instead of Steve Rogers? Uh -huh. What if uh, uh, instead of Peter Quill, you have T'Challa? as uh you know as as um as in the peter quill role Start in the guardians of the galaxy so right. those are the different storylines that they're going to be exploring and that comes from the comics as well okay. but uh, then you know i in a way those could be the different multiverses that we're seeing being built right now right mm. so um we'll see i i, I kind of hope they don't resolve that that would be very cool how they just keep things really screwed up um or maybe they saw they think they fix it but then it's not really fixed i guess that's another direction they can go but i wanted to ask you a question yeah go ahead. do you think do you think the lady who's behind all this you know screwing things up and the variant that they're trying to catch mm -hmm. do you think that is actually a loki variant or do you not because actually there's some divide in the community about that in the fan community uh i get well okay so like always i have no comics knowledge okay um Every everything that they've set up in the show leads me to believe that she is a Loki because otherwise mm -hmm. they wouldn't be calling it a Loki, a version of you. 
so she apparently has the same uh, aura or t what is it? Time aura or whatever? Uh, time uh, aura signature? Whatever, what, whatever they're calling it in the show. As, they have a variant signature? Yeah, something like it? something yeah. like that. And, and they're 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 probably linking it to, to to Loki. They said, "Well, this is this is another variant of Loki." Um, it was interesting that it's a lady. If it's somebody from the comics, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I, I just thought, hey, well, so, there was a buff Loki that they showed, and there was a tiny Loki, or whatever. So this is just a lady <laughs> Loki, I guess. But okay, so so you yeah. have. I'm I'm assuming now that you have some intel onto uh, who who this person is. So, by all means, share. Yeah. So on the on the interwebs. Um, there are some folks with sharper eyes than I do who are posting screenshots of the international credits of the show. Okay. At the very end, the, uh, the actress, uh, Sophia DiMartino, I think that's her name. She, uh, she isn't credited as like lady Loki. She's credited as someone called the enchantress who is also part of Thor and Loki lore. In the comics, she actually is a character. Wait, 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 wait. Is the Enchantress, not... is that a name? Is, is that just Enchantress? Yeah, Enchantress. Yes, the character's name is Enchantress. Okay. And uh, it's kind of like, a, and her, she, this character is kind of like a daughter of Loki. That's kind of like her, uh, in the comics, yeah. She's like, not exactly his daughter, but, you know, like, they have a daughter-father relationship. Mm. And so, um... So there's like a theory out there where, you know, she is, so if, if she really is this enchantress character, well, who's the, who's her Loki. And um, there's some speculation that that's who Richard E. Grant is going to be playing. Uh, older Loki, who is like the king version of Loki's or King Loki, mm. um, which would be really fun, really cool to see. Because Richard E. Grant is just fantastic and everything he's in. Yeah. So that would be really cool. But I don't know if that's going to pan out. Let's see. It could just be just a fan theory, but uh, but that'll be very interesting. But I know that we're definitely going to be seeing different, you know, variants of these characters even more. I mean, that's I think there were some spoilers about that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's there was a, a Lego spoiler about that actually. Okay, so so that that kind of spoiler it. I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but this, this when it comes out, I will point to you which one it is. All right, so so that's interesting. I'm I'm curious to to know who this person is, and to see if she's really a Loki or if she's really whoever you said the enchantress enchantress was. Yeah. It's 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 great. I love it. Um um, and and the cool thing is Loki left with her. So yeah, uh, he's 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 out of their hands, out of the uh. Out of Owen Wilson's hands. So, what are they gonna do now? Yeah, I think if they, I think if they actually kept with like the model that Falcon and the Winter Soldier had, they probably would have done this buddy cop comedy thing for longer. Yep. And then boom, make this like the finale. But the yeah. fact that they're doing an episode two, it's yeah. like, all right, we got four episodes left. What is gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's ridiculous. Pretty awesome. The show's great. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I like that they're kind of subverting our expectations for th yeah. this type of show. The the fact that they, like you said, they blew up the timeline so quickly and now Loki is somewhere else. Um, it just, it just makes for a, a, a better story. It makes for a, yeah. a, a better pace. 
because we're not we know this is a short series i mean it's just six episodes so let's get it on we we're, right. we're we're still developing these characters which by the way i'm very interested to to know what are the the ulterior motives of um R ravona is, is that her name mm. and yep. and to see if if she's maybe a baddie because apparently she's the only one who has contact with the timekeepers and yeah lots of mysteries man lots of mysteries love it yeah going back to the kang character i was telling you about um mm. there is also speculation that one of the timekeepers might be kang because the one of the oh. statues yeah the face looked a lot like jonathan majors <laughs> oh, okay. so that would be very cool if they go that direction but at the same time you know the bigger question is, do the timekeepers even exist? Yeah, right, it, yeah, yeah. You know, is it all smoke and mirrors, right? Is it like Wizard of Oz, like the wizard? Well, right? Loki, Loki's kind of so, questioning all of this because he, yeah. he, he kind of smells BS behind this whole thing. Yep. Uh, I, think, I think that's his main motivation right now. He wants to get to the bottom of this whole uh, 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 agency and <laughs> why can't he yeah. just have his powers there? Uh, I, 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 you know, we've known this character for a long time and we know he's arrogant and we know he's always conniving and, you know, he's probably two or three steps ahead of everybody else. But to see him here out of his element where he comes to realize that not even the Infinity Stones work, he doesn't have any magic powers, all he has is his knowledge of who Loki is and what Loki might be thinking, right? And that's about it. Because he even tries to do this whole um, uh, backstabbing with Owen Wilson when they were in that carnival in the beginning of episode two. Yeah. And Owen Wilson says, ah, yeah, no, you're trying, to, you're trying to pull one over me. I, I know. I know you. Yeah. It w which is great. Which is because that's what we were thinking. I'm pretty sure everybody was saying, uh-huh, yep, he's, he's, he's lying, yeah, because this is what Loki does. And then he, he just catches. So the show doesn't allow us to be ahead of everybody else because everybody else is kind of, especially Owen Wilson, is kind of there with us. They know him as well. Mm -hmm. um, so this, this... I really like how they didn't make him like the dumb guy. You know, yeah. like usually... This role could they could play it that way where like oh he gets caught off guard all the time uh -huh. doesn't know what he's doing right and so but yeah Owen Wilson's character Mobius is extremely sharp yeah yeah all right so quick question if we are not in the quantum multiverse or the quantum realm where where else could we be do you have any idea. No, you're either in the past or you're in the future, maybe somewhere along the timeline. But I don't know. Ravona, who, you know, in that conversation with Mobius, she did say something about, you know, the timekeepers are unraveling the timeline or something like mm -hmm. that. So I don't know. Um, yeah, it's interesting if they're, they're experiencing the progression of time as the real universes, which would be interesting. But yeah. These are. This is what makes it exciting. You really don't know what's what's going on. And and and, um, and is this TVA 
is it part of the main timeline or is it separate from the main timeline i'm just i'm just i just want to know if if something happens within the tva that is not supposed to happen would another version of the tva divert as well right I don't know. Just putting yeah. it out there. I, That's a good question. <laughs> Just putting it out there. All right. So, so what? Or are there multiple TVAs out there for exactly, exactly? Lines? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, what happens if their interests cross each other? Right. And they go again. They got to go against each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, any 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 hypotheses as to what are the the motives for this lady? Let's call her Lady Loki for now. Do you have any idea what she's up to or 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 do you have any thoughts on what she might be up to? My theory is pretty simplistic and I'd be kind of disappointed if they went this route, but basically it's possible that her timeline was wiped out or her branch was wiped out and she wants revenge against the timekeepers. Um but I know another theory is that when she picked these different times to to send the, the bomb to um, and to create all these branches, she was helping other Lokis assert their dominance in those times. Okay. But I don't know if that's true. Um, so, so, so she's we'll serving... Yeah, her motivation is extremely opaque, so I don't know. So you, 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 you're saying that she might be serving a higher Loki? Yeah. It's possible the council of loki's perhaps okay. <laughs> all right yeah that's that's a rick and marty reference they have a council of ricks it's really something well isn't there a council of superman as well i think so yeah <laughs> all these egotistical you know characters who think the world needs all of them to make decisions yeah <laughs> yeah all right man well i'm really excited to see what they have in store for us next. Um, and I'm excited to talk to you about it because uh, it's it's always good to see if your theories pan out or if they don't or if you have anything, any any uh, insights like this whole Lady Loki thing. It's always great to, to uh, get to pick your brain because I know, I know you're there doing the research. I know it. That's why I have you here. <laughs> Googling at night at 1 a.m. yet after episode. Or... <laughs> yep. Anyway, JC, thank you so, so much for coming back again. Uh, I will see you or hear back from you again in two weeks to discuss episodes three and four. So for now, JC, how can people find you on social media? I'm on Twitter at JerryJC Chang. And uh, yeah, follow me there. Okay. And until next time, Richard, this has been so much fun. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at Media Review Pod. That's Media R-E-V-U-E Pod. And you can send us emails with questions, comments, and suggestions to MediaReviewPod at gmail.com or you can leave a voicemail by calling 407-603-5847. Please don't forget to subscribe to our feed and rate and review the pod with five awesome, beautiful stars. JC, I'll see you again. Thank you so much. And to all our listeners out there, the world might be coming back from the multiverse of madness of the pandemic but don't let your guard down please and of course don't forget to breathe till next time bye bye